0: Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we talk about clearing self-sabotage to reap the benefits of one of the most amazing ways to help us address stress, anxiety, depression, frustration, the power of exercise. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today I'm going to share about the gift of something that a lot of us resist, exercise. And if you don't have resistance to exercise, stay tuned regardless, because I'm going to talk about the patterns of self-sabotage. So there might be some gems you could find in this episode as well. Many times when I do a health check with people, I see that they have high stress levels, are dealing with a lot of challenges, their kids are pushing their buttons, or life is challenging. I ask them if they're exercising consistently, and the answer is often no. Did you know... That today, about half of American adults, 117 million people, have one or more preventable chronic diseases. Seven of the ten most common chronic diseases are favorably influenced by regular physical activity. Yet nearly 80% of adults are not meeting the key guidelines for both aerobic and muscle strengthening activity while only half meet the key guidelines for aerobic physical activity. And this lack of physical activity is linked to approximately $117 billion in annual health care costs and about 10% of premature mortality. That's incredible. And by the way, the information I just quoted is from a report that's in the show notes. It's called the Physical Activity Guidelines for American Second Edition. But that's stunning, really. Half of the people not meeting activity requirement levels. That's amazing. Nobody's perfect, but you should know what the recommendations are. So adults should do at least two and a half hours to five hours a week of moderate intensity exercise or an hour and 15 minutes to two hours of aerobic physical activity or an equivalent combination of moderate and vigorous intensity aerobic activity. Preferably, you got to spread that aerobic activity throughout the week. And adults should also do muscle-strengthening activities of moderate or greater intensity that involve all major muscle groups on two or more days a week as these activities provide additional health benefits. That's amazing. Oh, by the way, kids and teens should get 60 minutes a day of exercise. That's 60 minutes of mild to vigorous activity. So a lot of us are not meeting these suggested guidelines and recommendations it's pretty amazing isn't it hey everybody if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference please go to apple podcast ratings and give the show a five-star rating thanks so much it's appreciated so exercise does have so many benefits Things like lowering cortisol levels, those are stress hormones, improving quality of sleep, which is a key to good health, elevating your mood, enhancing mental clarity, improving a sense of confidence, opening range of motion and flexibility, and other benefits like improved self-esteem and self-confidence, experiencing a community of other people who exercise as well and a feeling of openness and greater possibilities that one I can speak to because that's how I feel after I work out I actually have a feeling of openness and greater possibility with other things in my life because I exercised it's pretty amazing and I think a lot of other people do too so if all these benefits are so great why aren't people working out more So, if I asked you that question, why aren't you working out that much or why aren't you working out at all? You might have some really good reasons and might seem very valid to you. We all have our favorite excuses about why we don't work out, right? In my work, I spend a lot of time having conversations with people about their life choices. And we talk about what's working in their life, what isn't. And we also look at the deeper meaning of why they make their choices. And that does require more attention and more awareness. So as a clinical hypnotherapist, I talk with people often about their habits and the underlying choices, beliefs, and feelings related to those choices. The choices we make are often not conscious. So while we think we don't have enough time to exercise, as an example, we might actually have a belief that if we take the time to exercise, we won't have the time to do something else or that other people's needs matter more than our own. Or we might judge our appearance for how it is now, and we might be embarrassed to be in front of other people working out. In my work, I often help people address patterns of self-sabotage and procrastination. And these patterns often show up around exercise more than just about any other goal that people have, which is interesting. So take a minute and answer your why question about why you don't work out consistently. And if you do, great. You could substitute another activity that you're not doing and ask the same question. Why am I not doing this? That's the question I want you to ask yourself for a moment. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about some ways to help you shift your relationship to exercise and get back into the flow. Go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. And we are back. I would love to know what your why is for not exercising enough, but I will have to make some educated guesses based on what I've heard others say. Much of our thinking about ourselves or potential outcomes can be negative. And sometimes our judgments of ourselves for not exercising are so painful, we rarely want to consciously think about them. But you can't force yourself to work out with negative self-judgment. You know, if we sat and I talked with you and we had a conversation, like, what are you actually thinking? What are you thinking? What are your actual thoughts about You know, what do I look like or people are going to see me or I don't know what I'm doing or I feel silly doing this. Oh my gosh, you guys should have seen me in the gym trying to get on the stair stepper one time. And this thing had tiny little steps and I almost fell flat on my face. It was so embarrassing. And I figured, you know what, I could just be embarrassed about this or I could laugh and move on to the next machine and do something that I know how to do, like cycle. (laughs) And the thing is probably... Other people have struggled with the exact same machine having the exact same problem that I did. It's not just me, I'm sure. But that's the thing is laughing about some of these embarrassments or upsets or frustrations that we have sometimes can help us shift into a different headspace so we can continue on with working out. Um, another thing is that some people have really high expectations. They think that if they exercise, they're going to radically change their appearance. And radical change of your appearance like as in weight loss that's not necessarily a good thing because you want to maintain the changes that you get over a long period of time you don't want to yo-yo between sudden weight loss and then weight gain and weight loss and weight gain that's not good for your metabolism so you want to maintain consistent slow changes over time Another thing that doesn't work is trying to make ourselves do something we don't want to do. And when we try to do something that we resist, we just resist more. So what we do need to do is change our relationship with ourselves and we need to realize that we are worthy of taking the time to care for ourselves through self-care. And one of those ways of practicing good self-care is by feeling good mentally, emotionally, and physically by exercising. Most people don't think about this as a benefit. You actually feel good about yourself when you work out. They just think about how hard exercise is to do. They don't think about how great they're going to feel once they've done it. And that's the interesting thing. You do feel great when you work out. If you are stretching and doing the aftercare or sometimes the pre-care, the warm-up, and then the aftercare that you need to do when you exercise. When we exercise consistently, we actually feel better. All we have to do is get through our resistance and move our bodies consistently. And we reap the many benefits I mentioned earlier. So I'm going to give you some suggestions for getting back in regular exercise. So do workouts you're actually going to do. If you hate running, don't run. If you like doing something else more, do the thing that you like to do. There's no resistance there. You like to do it. There isn't resistance, so do that thing. So you could swim. You could dance. You could do Tai Chi. Hike. Paddleboard. Do yoga. Lift weights. Cycle. Play pickleball. You could walk. There are a lot of different ways to get exercise. Do workouts your body can actually handle. If it's been a while since you worked out, don't start with anything extreme or intense. And start with slow exercise or fewer repetitions and work your way into more intensity or frequency as you feel comfortable. Your body's going to tell you when it's ready for more. There's an excitement that your body gets when you start taking care of it. You'll feel an internal desire to exercise more consistently. Make sure you stretch before and after you work out, or at least warm up beforehand and stretch afterwards. One of the biggest excuses people have for not exercising is that they're sore afterwards. So stretch, self-massage, or even get a massage in between workouts, and that will help a lot with this issue. Make sure you're getting enough sleep and are adequately hydrated. This is going to help you feel energized so that you have enough energy to work out. Exercise when you have the most energy to do your workouts. So if you're a morning person, work out in the morning. If you're a night owl, work out at night and have realistic expectations. It does take time to get in the flow of exercising consistently. And last but definitely not least, take time to appreciate yourself for the work that you're doing. This is a really big change. If you haven't been exercising and then you do it consistently, that's a big change. It requires a lot of discipline, a lot of focus. So take time every day to say, wow, I did a good job. Like really take a moment to appreciate yourself. That self-appreciation fosters a dopamine release and that dopamine release helps reinforce the positive benefits of exercise, which will make you want to exercise again. All right. Well, I do hope that the ideas and suggestions that I've given you today are helpful to look at self-sabotage and overcome it to get back into your self-care regimen using exercise. So thanks for joining me today. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.
1: Are you suffering from OIS or over it syndrome? OIS commonly affects parents, spouses, executives, and employees alike. Hubbard Health Solutions can reduce symptoms of OIS, such as stress, pain, unease, lethargy, and a general desire to escape. Ariel Hubbard, licensed massage therapist, customizes a treatment plan that addresses these symptoms and will transform you and your body so you feel human again. Contact Ariel by texting 971 971- 319 2618 or go to arielhubbard.com to learn more about Hubbard Health Solutions. That's ariel, A R I E L, Hubbard with an A.com.